This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, everybody. Uh, how y'all doing? It's Thursday. It's hot. <laughs> Not a lot going on, but that's okay. We've got a couple of hours ahead here on the Workday Red Zone. As, as always, we appreciate you spending your couple of lunch hours here with us on the Ticket Radio Network. We're everywhere. 953, 969, 1041, 970 AM. They might be adding a signal as I speak. I don't even know. <laughs> Wouldn't uh, be the first time. It wouldn't be the first time. Wouldn't be the first time we get a memo the next day. Hey, uh, find the ticket here as well. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, if for some reason you're somewhere where you cannot get us on your radio dial, uh, you can stream us at 953theticket.com. You can take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and searching for KNEA. If you want to shout at us today, that's easy enough. 930-3776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber hotline by Ritter Communications. You can also get in touch with this on social media, facebook.com slash the ticket radio. And uh, on Twitter, Kara underscore Richie, you can find today's question by using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara, joined in studio for hour one by Keith Merritt. Good afternoon. And then Cade Carlton here producing today for the duration of the show. Good afternoon. So uh, this is it. This is everybody that you're going to hear from today over the course of of the next couple of hours we'll tell you that question that we've already got posted here in just a moment although it is set up on easy poll form online if you would like to vote there but uh, a couple of headlines before we get to that watch list season continues all this week and all next week uh, around college football and today to, to, to valence hunt uh, the latest arkansas state player to land on a watch list is he was recognized this morning uh, for the Belitnikoff Award preseason watch list. Uh, of course, that goes to the nation's best wide receiver. Hunt uh, was second in receiving yards and touchdowns last season for A-State. 740 yards, six touchdowns. He joins Jay Adams, Omar Bayless, Kirk Merritt at, as recent preseason honorees. Adams and Bayless, by the way, went on to be semifinalists there for that award. So some good company there for Surveillance Hunt will look more at that coming up later on in the program. Meanwhile, A-State Soccer has released their 2022 schedule as they try to continue to uh, defend that Sunbelt regular season crown. We'll look more at that later. It's home heavy in non-conference play, so plenty of opportunities to go out and see the Red Wolves on the pitch early in the season. Uh, They do wrap up this season with with a bang, I guess you could say. The last three games of the year for A-State Soccer, they face... Conference USA winner, Old Dominion on the road. They face Conference USA West division winner, Southern Miss at home. And then they close out the season with Fun Belt Tournament champion, South Alabama. So, Three rather good 11s to close out the year. They're going to be battle-tested by the time they head into the Sun Belt Conference Tournament. Yep. Is what that means for a state soccer. But again, more on that uh, coming up later. Also, today throughout the program, we'll look at, you know, some national news, wrap up uh, any and all news from Sunbelt Media Day. There's some big stuff going on with NCAA uh, policies as well. So all of that on the slate for today. Uh, Try to look quickly here at any other news and notes we might have missed. 
Yeah, uh, we'll touch on uh, some other watch list news later. So how's that? Let's go ahead and throw out the KavanaughCars.com question. There's still a day away uh, from the St. Louis Cardinals returning to the field after the All-Star break. A uh, handful of MLB games today. St. Louis, not one of them. But do want to ask a Cardinals question today as uh, we're a couple weeks away from the MLB trade deadline. In fact, uh, the deadline this year is going to be on August the 2nd. So it's pushed back just a couple of days since, of course, the start of the season was pushed back just a couple of days. But that's the date to circle on your calendar. And I want to know today if you think the birds are going to make a trade before the deadline. Of course, you can just answer no, and that means no. And we'll um, make a trade. <laughs> but if you answer yes, we've given you some options. You can say yes for a bat, yes for a pitcher, or yes for both if you do feel like the birds could possibly uh, look to pick up a piece before uh, the trade deadline again on August the 2nd. Uh, pitching is obviously, if you've watched this team hardly at any at all, you know that that is the the place of need. Uh, the Cardinals did go out, pick up some pitching in the offseason, and that offseason has either been ineffective, or excuse me, that pitching has either been ineffective or injured, um, which just means it's that's another word it, for ineffective. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, the guys that the, the Cardinals went out, uh, pretty much almost everything they acquired in the offseason has been a little bit of a bust. Uh, but the pitching is, has not been able to, to help. Steven Matz has an opportunity. He's back healthy. He starts Saturday against the Reds. So, you know, the jury is still yeah. out on whether he's just not good or if he just got hurt in the first half of the season and now he's healthy again, and away we go with that. But, yes, starting pitching, you can never have too much starting pitching. There's only so many times you can rely on a bullpen game to get you through a spot in the rotation. And ideally, you don't do that every week. Uh, but the Cardinals have had to just a little bit, throwing in some spot starters, you know, they've, they've hoped that Matthew Libertor might be a little bit more ready for MLB action, but he's not quite there yet. He probably needs a little bit more seasoning in the minors. Uh, so just to, there's, there's just so many questions there with the starting rotation. The bullpen, I mean, you'll always use, a, if you could find an extra bullpen arm that is a good value, you'll always take more help there. Um, but the main reason you need possibly bullpen help is because those guys have been overextended a little bit in covering innings for your starter. So you fix the the starting issue and the bullpen, any and all issues there go on, on the back burner. It's not as pressing of a need. Your bullpen gets a lot better when you can put Andre Pallante back in yes. the bullpen as opposed to starting him. Of course, neither uh, none of the pitching topics are near as fun as to talk about as the potential for a bat. Is that a pressing need? No. But is the biggest player out there that's being talked about right now a batter? Yes. Because uh, while finagling that type of a trade would be difficult, there's not a team in Major League Baseball that would not love to add Juan Soto to its lineup. Making it work is a completely different story, but if you could just wave a magic Ma wand and get that guy on your roster. And signing him to an yeah. extension. But that would be... Uh, Assigning him to an extension may give, as I said to you earlier, may give some owners the fan tods. I still don't know what that means. Clutch their pearls and fall on the fainting couch. 
That's what you do when you get the fan tides. Learned a new word today. But uh, we'll continue to look at... It's an at, old word. We'll continue to look at uh, this question of the day as we, as we go along here. Again, will the Cardinals make a trade before the trade deadline? Uh, we've thrown that out there, so I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and hit pause and, and come back and look around some, some news and notes. Phone lines will be open during the break, by the way, 930-3776. You can shout at us there. We'll be back in a moment on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. It's a summer of savings at Car Today. Car Today is offering you a great selection of clean, dependable cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know that bad things happen to good people. And that's why we want to help you build your credit with one of our Carfax verified vehicles. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. If you're not happy with your purchase within five days, you can return the vehicle. Stop by Car Today this summer and see how you really can buy here and pay here. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. For the best deals this summer on late model, low mileage, cars, trucks, and SUVs, get to Car Today. Buy today at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at neacartoday.com. Car Today, we'll ride today, because we just say yes. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. Oh! It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Hello? Emily, it's Jennifer. I need your help. Oh no, what's going on? I don't know if you've heard, but I'm having to work from home starting today and I'm trying to get set up, but I can't even get calls from the office. Okay, do you have the Spectrum VoIP app on your phone? No, I haven't set it up yet. Okay, I can log into the admin portal and forward your calls to your cell until I get it all set up. Thank you so much. You bet. Let me know when you're back in the office and we'll get that app installed. That way you'll never miss a call no matter where you are. Emily, you're the best. What about my video conference calls? I'll send you a link to the Spectrum VoIP portal just like we use in the office. Once you log in, you'll be able to use the chat feature and the video call feature right from your laptop. Fantastic. Now I need to get started working. When working from the office, at home, or on the road, Spectrum VoIP makes it easy. If you'd like a free demo, call 870-454-HELP. That's 870-454-4357. Or visit us online at calmersolutions.com. Spectrum VoIP from Calmer Solutions. Cloud-hosted, high-quality VoIP at the best price. 
Get great new looks for your home plus free gifts now at Gamble Home. Right now at Gamble Home, your purchase qualifies you for free gifts, including Arctic Soft back coolers, a Solo Titan or Bonfire stove, Apple AirPods, Chromebooks, bikes, and more. Plus, you can instantly pick up a $10 gas card just for trying out a new mattress and adjustable base. Head to Gamble Home now in the Farville Curve or take your purchase home tonight from GH Express Uptown on Highland. Shop local and take home a free gift now only at Gamble Home. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group Jonesboro has a state-of-the-art facility and is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has openings for a qualified production engineer, quality engineer, press operator, cost accountant, and accounts receivable specialist. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Apply today. That's colsongroupusa.com. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Kay with you today. 9303776 is the number to call. Will the Cardinals make a trade before the deadline? Yes or no? And if you go with yes, what do you think they're going to add? A bad pitcher, one of each, a starting pitcher, relief pitcher. Just how can you see that shaking out? Uh, coming up in a little bit, we'll look at some of the trades that have been made at the deadline under the Mizalak era. They do seem to have a type uh, sometimes oh, yeah. with, the, with these deals. So we'll look and see if anybody out there right now kind of fits that type. He does his heavy lifting more often than not in the offseason when it comes to trades and acquisitions. Changing gears, though, and uh, switching the focus to to A-State and and some college athletics talk. uh, Still, of course, 44 days out from the start of the football season. Save me now, Jesus. (laughs) Uh, So there's still a – we're getting close to the end of the dead time, but, of course, we're still – we're uh, still still in it. We're still in it. Uh, this is, of course, this this week and next week continues with watch list season. We saw Johnny Lang land on the watch list for the Doak Walker Award uh, yesterday, and today it is DeValence Hunt that is on the award. Now, look, there's a lot of guys that land on these awards. Some just have, it, it feels like it's somebody from every single team in college football. There are 74 players on the Doak Walker Award watch list yesterday. Not quite as many today uh, in terms of the Bulletnikoff Award, but I think that number is, is still in the 50s. That being said, it's always more fun to see one of your guys on one of those lists than not. And I like seeing Tavalence Hunt recognized because this needs to be a big season for Tavalence Hunt. He was number two on the team last year in in receiving touchdowns and receiving yards both in both cases he was behind Corey Rucker who also was on the Bulletnikoff award watch list but he's in South Carolina so I'm not you know we're not gonna spend a lot of time talking about that uh but this is this has got to be an important year for him this has got to be an important year for Jeff Foreman um because last season you know there are a lot of different things that that hampered the Arkansas State offense but there was not that go-to physical 
going to fight you for the football receiver that A-State had had on its roster with Jay Adams and with Omar Bayless. You've got to have that presence again. There were too many drops last year. There were too many times where guys on that offense in, in the, the receiving game looked just a little bit out of place. You can't have that happen this season. you got to step up and you've got to have not just the big play threat, not just the highlight machine that you saw with Adams, but somebody that can consistently haul it in over and over and does not have those mental mistakes and, and ends up with some cases of the dropsies. And if it if it comes within the catch radius, you've got to catch it. Yeah, and, and that's you know I'm not picking on anybody. That that's for every receiver. Yeah, in the United States of America. Now some guys have a larger catch radius than others because some guys are six four to six six, and other guys are. 510 to 6'1. Well, not only that, you factor in wingspan, and then I don't know what Jay Adams' catch radius was, but it was significantly larger than his height or his wingspan or from, anything else. From here to Bono. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got guys that add that into the factor. And and not that, you know, Hunter Foreman or anybody else in that room has to go out and consistently be a one handed highlight touchdown highlight machine like like we've seen with some of these other guys, but the routine catches have to be routine. And there does need to be that that highlight, at least every once in a while. You know, it, it doesn't have to be back-to-back-to-back catches. But throw us, throw us one good highlight a game from that wide receiving group because it needs to happen. Get the 50-50 balls. Yeah. So last season, you know, with the offense, you had the line issues. You had the change at quarterback. You had the lack of a running game. But... You know, you, you really needed the wide receivers to be the best unit out on the field, and sometimes they were and sometimes they weren't. This season, this is another opportunity for a lot of those same guys to go out and take take another step and just be the type of wide receiving unit that we've kind of grown accustomed to watching at, at Arkansas State. Now, the bar at A-State is, is pretty, pretty high. high. You go back just a few short years ago to where you had Omar Bayless, Kirk Merritt, and Jay Adams as your one, two, and three receivers. I mean, two of those guys are on NFL rosters. One is probably uh, getting calls after a fantastic USF, USFL season uh, to potentially end up somewhere in a camp this fall on an NFL roster. So I don't know how many Sunbelt wide receiver rooms over the past decade have had three pro players in them i'm guessing that list is pretty that's short pretty short that that's but that is obviously not many that's a high water market a state and again hunt and foreman and and whoever comes out of that you know a back spot if it's champ flemings or, or someone else they don't have to go out and, and completely replicate what those three guys did because again that's just just bayless and and merit themselves in that uh, i guess that was what the the 2019 season i mean those numbers that they put up were just astronomical you don't have to repeat that but you do have to be more consistent and there does have to be more physicality at that position coming up in in 2022 um uh, looking at you know that wide receiver room I mean, Tavalian Tun is going to be one of the starters there. Jeff Foreman is going to be one of the starters there. And then, of course, the the other spot you look at is who could possibly be, you know, that that speedy back, you know, the the Kirk Merritt, the J.D. McKissick type, a guy who can both catch it and run it a little bit. And right now that looks like it's going to be Champ Flemings out of Oregon State who transferred in. 
in the offseason. Um, the two at that position is kind of interesting because you could possibly see Reagan Ely there again, a guy who walked on last year and and I think it's fair to say exceeded a lot of expectations, had some good moments. Then you could also see Wyatt Beagle at that spot, and that would be pretty fascinating as well. And you talk about physical. Wyatt Beagle is one of those guys who can run by you. He can run over you, now, depending upon who he's lining up against. But I, I think that one of the things that they will try to do is get the ball in his hands in space and see what happens. I'm excited to see more of him as he continues to, to make that transition. Obviously, you, you love a guy like Beagle's attitude because he's done anything and everything that's been asked of him since he's been at Arkansas State. And now that includes, you know, being thrown in a, a completely different room. So uh, how is how is he going to respond to that? But again, uh, that room just has to be just just a little bit better than it was. And there's got to be some guys that that step up and help with the Rucker departure and just help out their QB and, and Blackman as well. So uh, 9303776, the number to call again to Valence Hunt on the preseason Belitnikoff Award watch list. Yesterday, there was all kinds of Sunbelt representation on the Doak Walker Award watch list, but today, not not nearly as much as it's just Hunt, um, an ODU guy, and I think a Marshall guy are the only three Sunbelt players on the Belitnikoff. But, you know, A-State has had some success in turning some watch list season guys into semifinal guys. That's what happened with with Adams and Bayless. Now, that's kind of the good news going on right now with with A-State football is you're seeing some guys getting some recognition in the preseason. The bad news is that it looks like a member of this team that everybody expected to do big things coming up in 2022 is, in fact, no longer a member of this Arkansas State team. A-State Nation reporting yesterday that King Makuta, the Alabama transfer, linebacker there, most likely D-end here, is no longer on the roster. And that is a significant hit to, I think, what all of us expected to see from this Arkansas State defense uh, coming up in, in 2022. Now, yesterday we talked about a little bit about what Phil Steele had in his magazine in terms of the projected starting lineup. Mm-hmm. King Makuta's name was missing. From that lineup, and I was like, "What? What is is this?" Because, I mean, all spring the conversation had been about him starting and being a leader and, and things like that. But he's not on the roster now. I'm not going to go into the speculation as as to reasons why, because I don't have a you know any kind of a verified report on that. I will tell you, it's not it's not it's not anything criminal that led to a dismissal, and it's not a portal thing. So just a heads up on that. But. Um, any other discussion on that, we're just gonna we're just gonna skip over because now he's he's not with the team. So we cover the people that are on that are on the team. Yeah, there are a lot of people that we don't cover on this station, on this network, in this show because they're not on the team. They're not on the team. I haven't mentioned a word about Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad I know who that is. <laughs> and by no, I mean 
I know what you, sport he plays. Yes, I don't know you've much heard of him. him. I know he start. I know he starts his name with a T, which is not exactly how it sounds, but that's all right. Uh, in terms of what that does, you know, defensively, it just it it just really kind of shortens your rotation there at, at at defensive end. Now you knew on one side you would have Blaine Toll taking a huge amount of the snaps there at defensive end. And again, let me just reiterate this. Blaine Toll scares me. He's a <laughs> large, violent man, and I think he's going to scare opposing offenses too, which is significantly more important than, than how I feel about him. Uh, but, uh, you know, that was who you're going to have on one side, and that's that's obviously such a, a huge contribution. Toll was with the team back in the fall, um, was actually with the scout team. So he's, he's, he's ready to go. He's going to have a good fall. He's going to be a phenomenal newcomer for this team, and um, if I could speak it into existence, hopefully he's going to be a guy that when it's all said and done in 2022 will be on the short list of players for the potential Sunbelt Newcomer of the Award, the Year Award. He's going to be that impactful. But, you know, if you can have two phenomenal DNs, then, I mean, you always... You, you give offenses yeah. all manner of problems. If you have not one but two edge, edge rushers that can get to the quarterback and cause problems... And, of course, you never know who's going to come out because until Chris Odom's senior year, how many people had really heard of Chris Odom? Yeah. You know, he'd been a rotation guy, but when he finally got the chance to start, holy mackerel, he was a problem for yeah. the opposing offense. What this does is this just, you know, now this puts a little bit more of a focus on Thurman Gathers. Uh, he was with the team last year, a, a Louisville transfer. He's going to need to have a a big season, and again, it just kind of it just makes your depth a little bit lacking at at that position because you get past Blaine Toll, who is listed on your roster as redshirt freshman, but has like three years of college experience behind him. So he's he, the, don't let the the freshman word there kind of scare you any bit, any at all, but. He, he's listed as a redshirt freshman. He got gathers as a sophomore. But then all of the backups in that room, Izzy Whitmore and Kieron Crawford, who was just in the signing class, a guy like Caden Lewis, um, Denard Flowers, Ethan Ethan Hassler, all of those guys are either freshmen or redshirt freshmen. So there's just – it's kind of like what you see with the offensive line as well. You feel like you have good talent with your starters. But after that – you don't know if you have good talent or not because you have very haven't, haven't seen them much. Very, very little experience. So, again, King Makuda no longer with the team. As uh, that's unfortunately, I, I and and not to say this is like an Alabama thing or anything because it's it, it's certainly not the case. And there have been other transfers from Alabama who came in and fared well, but that's two years in a row where there was a, a big time Alabama transfer that that landed on the A-State roster that is unfortunately uh, not going to end up playing for the Red Wolves. And my name has already gone blank, but it was a defensive back last year, which, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda. That is a group that it would not have hurt to have an impact piece there last season. Yeah. This season uh, would not hurt to have King Makuta, but again, he's he is no longer with the team. A-State Nation also reporting that uh, Brian Sneed is with the team. He is a running back who started his career at Ohio State, uh, spent last year at Austin P. Also had 
I think uh, left left Ohio State and, and immediately landed with with Iowa Western CC again last year with with Austin P and then this year as a graduate player with Arkansas State football and he is a guy that uh, undoubtedly will be expected to contribute and contribute big so how they how they work through the the Sneed Lang Murray rotation potentially add a guy like I don't know if Mike Sharp would be in there as well or if this gives him the opportunity to redshirt him or what exactly they want to do Uh, that's going to be an interesting situation to to watch Jaquez Cross also in that room so does give them uh, another body there but you need multiple running backs period yeah looking ahead to tomorrow uh, as we continue with watch list season tomorrow it's going to be the Mackey award which is the nation's best tight end the watch list there and the Remington award which which goes to the center I don't know I'm kind of interested and again this is just a watch list it's not that big of a deal I'm interested to see if A-State gets a player on this or not because I feel like the tight end room is the most talented room uh, there on in the A-State football complex. I just feel like there is no, it's it's just the consistency from player to player. I feel like you've got a good, solid top four. You've got a four deep in the tight end room, where if I see any one of those four players out there on the field, I'm just like, ah, this, we're good. Yeah, no worry about drop off. But when you have that much balance, it means that sometimes you don't have a single player that necessarily is is shining and racking up the stats and things like that. So I, I wonder if we'll see, you know, Emmanuel Stevenson possibly on this list tomorrow or not. Um, I am I am curious about that. Also with the uh, Remington Award, of course, Ethan Miner um, is going to be expected to to really lead that offensive line group this year, and he's started the beginning of last season before still came back and, and got into that role the season before. He started the end of that season is, is still was out and injured. Uh, so he certainly has had a, a great tutor there, and he's a very talented player as well. But uh, if if there are any names on those lists tomorrow, it would be um, one of those two guys. So it's kind of a look at what's going on right now with A-State. We mentioned also uh, the soccer schedule released for 2022 as we look ahead to what the Red Wolves have going on, uh, trying to continue with just uh, some great performances. As Brian Dooley is really built up that program but uh, it's a 17 game slate so it starts out with seven non-conference games six are going to be in Jonesboro so there are a lot of opportunities to catch the Red Wolves early and often you got UT Martin uh, as an exhibition that'll be the first time to catch A-State on August the 13th but then it's UAPB to open the regular season on the 18th also on the non-con slate you have got Central Arkansas, Northwestern State, a road trip to the University of Arkansas on August 28th, and then home games against Little Rock, Missouri State, and Western Kentucky. Conference play starts at Texas State on September the 18th, and then A-State is going to see three of the league's newcomers on the conference slate, uh, including Marshall on September the 22nd. Then it's road games at Troy at Georgia Southern before returning to Jonesboro October the 6th to take on Louisiana. Then it's Road to ULM, home to Georgia State. And then, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, it's a <laughs> a very challenging stretch. Yeah, at the end. At the end. On October the 20th, Arkansas State will play at Old Dominion. And Old Dominion is the reigning Conference USA regular season champ, as well as the Conference USA NCAA representative. They won their, their league tournament as well. And I think when it was all said and done, uh, before they got knocked out of the NCAA tournament by by Duke, they were receiving votes in the national poll. So they have a very good program. 
Uh, that is the, again, October the 20th. October the 23rd, A-State Soccer returns to Jonesboro to take on Southern Miss, who was the Sunbelt, excuse me, the Conference USA West Division Champion. So you've got the two CUSA Division Champs back-to-back. And then again, uh, A-State closes out the regular season in Jonesboro, October 27th against South Alabama, who's been the thorn in the Red Wolf side for several years now. And Everybody else's yeah. side, too. That's true. <laughs> uh, they've won the, the Sun Belt title for, for several years. Um, A-State has been able to knock off South Al in terms of winning the regular season crown, but A-State's still working on you know getting that NCAA bid. So it'll be interesting to see um, how strong this conference is. Uh, I think trying to recount previous conversations with head coach Brian Dooley, um, there has never been, you know, an at-large bid from the Sun Belt into the women's NCAA tournament. So maybe, maybe this league is strong enough this year with some yeah, of those new additions that might change this year. Yeah, uh, but uh, hopefully we can shout at Coach Dooley once it gets closer to the start of the season. But you can find that full re- uh, full schedule on the A State Soccer social media pages, and of course at astateredwolves.com. Uh, let's hit pause here. When we come back, we'll. Venture back to the KavanaughCars.com question is we're asking you today if you think the Cardinals are going to make a trade before the deadline, yes or no. More on that when we come back here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. You know, there's a lot of frustration in farming. One of them is sitting in your truck waiting on parts while your field needs to be worked. That's why Baker Implement is committed to you and your farm, providing you the best service, support, and quality parts fast with multiple locations they're sure to have the parts you need that's why you need to visit bakerimplement.com 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 because sitting in that truck waiting for them parts just makes you matter and matter get your parts get them fast at bakerimplement.com Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes, with tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Central Ford in Truman has your vehicle and your back. Call Central Ford today to schedule your service appointment. Central Ford Service Department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or full engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Ford in Truman. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Ford. Professional, convenient, reliable. Central Ford, exit 29 off I-555 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo, personally inviting you to join me for The Drive. It's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it. A-State in the Sun Belt, Arkansas in the SEC, plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on The Drive. It truly is a show about local sports, plus you never know when a song is going to break out. So join Will I Ain't and me for The Drive, weekday afternoons from 3 to 6, right here on the Ticket Radio Network. 
Good afternoon, it's Kate Morgan. It's time for your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. September corn at 585, down seven and a quarter. December down seven and a half at 582 and a half. August soybeans at 1428 and a half, down 20 and a half. September down 22 and a half at 1328. September wheat at 826 and a half, up seven. December up six and a half at 841 and three quarters. October cotton at 9910, down 128. December down 115 at 9166. September rice at 1693 down two. November also down two at 17.15. In the livestock complex, August live cattle at 135.85 up 10. October down 35 at 149.98. August feeder cattle at 177.35 down 48. September down 40 at 180.58. And August lean hogs at 116.28 up 140. October up eight at 96.10. That's your noon farm market report from your EAB Ag Network. Have a great day. When we walk, when we reach, when we play, we're moving through life. Lately, we haven't been moving enough. An estimated 80% of Americans aren't getting their recommended daily physical activity. This is a health crisis, and the solution is in our hands and our feet. It's on our shoulders. It's on our backs. It's in our souls. It's time to move and keep moving, America, wherever you are, however you can. Movement reduces your risk of diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. It improves your brain function, pain management, and immune system. And when you need help, physical therapists and physical therapist assistants are by your side, increasing your strength and mobility and improving your quality of life through prescribed exercise and teamwork. Because we are meant to climb, to dance, to soar, to thrive. Choose to move. Choose physical therapy. Visit ChoosePT.com. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Kate hanging out today. 9303-776 is the number to call. KavanaughCars.com question asking you... If the Cardinals are going to make a deal before the trade deadline, yes or no? And if that answer is yes, then for what kind of a player, pitcher or batter, how are you seeing that shake out? Uh, quick national news related to other Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals have agreed to terms on a contract extension through 2028 we'll look at the numbers on that coming up in the second hour of the program let's go to the phones though and uh, check in on lance how are you all right doing good well i wanted to call and see how bad the cardinals think that matt carpenter is now what uh i know he's uh he's hit a ton of homers it seems like since he's been in in new york um, let me pull up. I'm gonna pull up his stats real quick, Lance, because I'm curious what exactly that number is. He's averaged he's averaging one home run every six at bat. Okay, that's uh, that's a lot. Left-handed pull. And I, I, I just team. I just want to tell Cardinals fans if they got another player they don't want, be sure and let the Yankees know. I would love to know what what exactly is is going on with Carpenter because here's the deal: he stunk the past two years in, in St. Louis. And there's no way to to sugarcoat that. He was batting like 170 
over the past two years, and he had seven home runs combined. And now he's in New York, and this guy is batting 350. He's got 13 home runs. He's already driven in more home run, or excuse me, more runs already in 30 games than he did all the last season. It's a lot easier to hit home runs to right field in Yankee Stadium than it is to hit the ball out anywhere in Bush Stadium. That is true, but his batting average is also double what it was last year in St. Louis. Well, they're they're using him as a part-timer and putting him in the greatest position to succeed, which the Cardinals couldn't do. They had to play him every day. He's not an everyday player anymore, but yeah. Yeah, he's on a good. He's on a great heater. I'm happy for Matt Carpenter. Yeah, Lance, what have you seen from him other than you know just going over the fence a lot? Well, that's basically all I've seen. You know, yeah. <laughs> I I just wanted to to thank the Cardinal fans for not liking him and trading him. Yeah, he stunk. He stunk in St. Louis. And the at Yankees the, got the him end. when he stunk. Now he's doing great. Yeah. That's, I just, I just wanted to thank the Cardinal fans for doing that. Well, you're welcome. I'll speak for everybody. Okay. See, if, if Pujols had went to the Yankees instead of the Angels, no telling what he'd do. <laughs> sure. It's just, do you guys have, like, some Yankees magic dust in the clubhouse? Is that what's going on? Well, it's just being a Yankee that makes a difference. Oh, I'm sure it does. I'm sure Tell it does. Tell that to Joey Gallo. <laughs> That's the guy that has Yankees fans foaming at the mouth. Well, oh, Judge has got Yankees fans. What what the Yankees has got to do is make sure they keep Judge because they're in negotiations with him. I think I think the, his contract ends this year, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So they better do whatever they got to do to keep him. So I don't know. It's just it was just interesting. I wanted to to make sure all the Cardinals fans know that. I appreciate them and the fact that they didn't like Carpenter. And if they got any more players, to let the Yankees know, and we'll see what to do. Okay, sure. Thanks. All right, thank you very much. Yeah. Look, I, it's great that Carpenter is faring well. Congratulations on his home runs. Glad he gets to, you know, glad he's rocking the mustache, whatever he's doing there that's making him happy in New York. He had to get out of St. Louis. He was a black hole in the lineup. That's it. He was not good. I don't want to see somebody in the lineup. Regularly bats 170. But uh, it is what it is. He is faring well. Lance, tell you what, let's revisit that conversation in about a month and we'll see if you guys still love him or not. Eventually, look, and I'm not trying to, I know I'm going to sound super negative here. Eventually he will regress. And the reason for that is, is as a 36-year-old player, he's not going to go out and have the season of, of the best season of his career. And that's currently that, what he's having. That's what he's got right now. Now, whether that regression will be to, you know, 270, in which cases I think fans would still be very excited about it, or whether or not it'll be to 170 will, will remain to be seen. But, Lance, call us, on, uh, call us on August 21st for a check-in. There are balls he's hitting now that would have been outs in St. Louis. Yeah. And in Yankee Stadium, they're homers. You know, ballpark effects are real. 
Yeah. Um, I did not want him back now, in, in the lineup. When, when Matt Carpenter was at his best with St. Louis, he was a gap to gap hitter. He was a doubles hitter who would get you some occasional home runs. But by the end of his stint in St. Louis, he was a dead pull left handed hitter and he wasn't reaching the fences nearly often enough. He was not good at the end. Uh, he's, he's got one trick left. Yeah. That one trick r- works really well in Yankee Stadium. I don't want to talk about Matt Carpenter anymore, okay. to be honest with you. But also, we need to take a break. And, Keith, I do want to get your feedback on, on our question of the day. So we need to hit pause before we dive into that. We'll come back and wrap up some Cardinal Talk right after this on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Over the last couple of months, James Harden has taken a lot of heat. The All-Star looked out of shape. His performance in the playoffs was underwhelming for an alleged superstar. He was a free agent this offseason. That officially ended yesterday after Harden and the Sixers agreed to a two-year, $68 million contract. Harden has taken a lot of criticism this year, but no matter what you think of the All-Star, you have to give him credit for the new deal. To start the offseason, the Beard turned down a $47 million player option with the Sixers. His new deal will pay him $33 million this next season. For years, many people have accused Harden of being self-serving, but the three-time scoring champ put his money where his mouth was yesterday. The extra cash allows the Sixers to continue to fill out their roster, and with such a talented group to begin with, Harden's hometown discount could lead to an impressive season in Philadelphia. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. It gets harder to lose weight as we get older. And if you're trying to get fit this summer, get M-Drive Boost and Burn. Burn fat, boost energy, and it supports healthy testosterone. M-Drive Boost and Burn. Clinically tested ingredients support weight reduction, testosterone, and lean muscle. Try M-Drive's exclusive deal for my listeners. Get your first two weeks of M-Drive Boost and Burn for just $5. Sign up at mdrivedan.com. Don't let age beat you. First two weeks, five bucks. MDriveDan.com. Join bluegrass fans from across the region in downtown Paragool for the second Big Grass Bluegrass Festival, July 21st through 23rd at the historic College Theater. Don't miss out on four big shows over three days with acts like Cinnabar Special and the Hillbenders Thursday night, the Cody Norris Show, Poe Ramblin' Boys, and the Grascals Friday, and Nothing Fancy, the Daryl Mosley Band, and Lonesome River Band Saturday. For more information, go to collinstheater.com forward slash bluegrass. Don't miss the second Big Grass Bluegrass Festival this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, downtown Paragool. Let NEA Golf Cars keep you from becoming your golf group's Can I Ride With You guy. You know, the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with. NEA Golf Cars offers new carts at all the top brands, including Onward by Club Car and a large selection of used carts, plus all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season. Go to NEAGolfCars.com or call 236-GOLF for more information. It's goodbye Can I Ride With You guy and hello Sweet Ride. Thanks to NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. 
Save big this week at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. Get USDA select T Bone Steak Value Packs for $6.75 a pound. Prairie Fresh Bone In Center Cut Pork Chop Value Packs, $1.76 a pound. Smithfield Sliced Bacon, 22 to 24 ounces, $6.97. And 12 packs of Coke products are three for $10.88 when you buy three or more. Be smart. Shop Food Smart at the corner of Red Wolf and Nettleton and on G Street in Jonesboro and on Highway 367 North in Newport. Farmers, harvest will be here before you know it, and Pico Foods is ready to buy your new crop corn in Milo. Before you book, call Pico, a fourth-generation family-owned business and the eighth-largest poultry producer in the U.S. Pico Foods buys direct from local producers at always competitive prices. Pico believes in supporting their own agricultural community, and right now, they're buying new crop corn in Milo. Call today. In Arkansas and Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Cade with you for... Well, Cade and I are here for a minute, but <laughs> Keith, is, Keith is about to bail on us. But before he departs today, I do want to get his thoughts on the KavanaughCars.com question, whether or not you think the Cardinals will add someone at the trade deadline, and if so, uh, pitcher, batter, what would they be looking at? I get down on my knees every night and pray that the Cardinals add a starting pitcher at the trade deadline, or before would be fine with me. They desperately need at least one more arm, and I could give you a pretty good argument. It'd take about 45 minutes, but I'd give you a pretty good argument that you could use, too. Yeah. In terms of adding a bat, I think they're kind of looking at adding Tyler O'Neill. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good bat. Um, yeah, he's, he's off the injured list now, so you can start playing him regularly in left field and that makes you deeper because you know you don't have to play Juan Yepes and Brendan Donovan out there um, and I hope they get Bader back pretty quick but I I think that they there will be trade action and I think they will get pitching now they'll probably pick up a reliever you know just as kind of a side issue but uh, they desperately need at least one more starting arm. Because right now you can count on Wainwright, you can count on Michaelis. Can you count on Mats? We don't know yet. He's been hurt. If he's no longer hurt, we'll find out if we can count on him. Every other start, on average, you can count on Hudson. You just don't know which one it will you, be. You don't know whether it's going to be good Dakota or bad Dakota. Good Dakota is really good. Good He's Dakota go seven is innings. really good. Yeah, get you a quality start. Bad Dakota is going to go four and a third and walk four batters. In one inning. But, yeah. <laughs> Smarter men than I have tried to figure out pitchers that pitch like Dakota. 
So I'm just going to leave them to it. Yeah. You know, but you really don't have a fifth starter. Andre Pallante has done reasonably well, but I think he's more effective as a, as a bullpen guy. Um, would the Cardinals add a bat? I honestly don't see him trading for Juan Soto. But if they were going to add a bat, that would be the bat you want to yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just you'd have to give up a couple of regulars and... And a couple of prospects. A couple of prospects. You know, the Cardinals have some assets that might be attractive to other teams. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to trade Carlson or Gorman. <laughs> you know, trade Brendan Donovan? Ooh, I don't know if I'd like that or not. Because he's such a Swiss Army knife player. Very versatile piece, yes. Yeah, you you can use him a lot of places. But and they've got a major league ready shortstop just chilling down at AAA and Paul DeYoung. So, I don't know. There's going to be somebody willing to trade pitching. It's just whether the Cardinals are willing to pay the price for a starting pitcher. I think they almost have to. One issue with acquiring a starting pitcher, and it's it's certainly not every player, but but the most impactful starters that could be up for grabs at the trade deadline are guys like Louis Castillo. You they're division guys. You're not gonna get Louis yeah. Castillo. And that that becomes a bit of an issue. Um, what the Cardinals have have done recently is they've kind of gotten the, the the seasoned guys who are a little bit past their prime, but maybe still have still another have stuff left. Yeah, you know, we saw that last year with John Lester, obviously. Yeah, um, which I was very vocally not okay with that, and it ended up working out. Uh, the two old guys they picked up last year that looked like they were done, son of a gun, they yeah. weren't quite done yet. You do wonder this year, you know, some guys out there that are that are in that mold. You've got uh, Bumgarner for the Diamondbacks. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I think Madison Bumgarner is pretty much washed. You've got Grinky for the Royals, but again... Going back to last year, the two guys I thought Lester was washed, and I my and I've already drawn a blank on the other player, the other uh, guy that I thought was washed that they picked up at the deadline, and I apologize on that. Lackey? No. Um, I'm losing. I'm getting my years mixed yeah. up. Yeah. I'll remember it later today at like three thirty. That'll, that'll work. <laughs> But yes, I think they will make a deal. I'll send you a message, Keith. (laughs) I I think they will make a deal. I think it will be for a starting pitcher. Okay. I'd like Alex Manoa of the A's. Whether that happens or not, wait and see. If you said Manoa, I'd rather have him in the booth. (laughs) But, But I guess on the field would probably be 
pretty good too. Keith, thanks for hanging out with us this week. Thanks for having me. We've still got an hour left. Uh, we'll continue to talk about this question, plus check in on some college football news, wrapping up SEC Media Days and seeing what else is out there before we wrap it up on a Thursday as well. Keep it here with us. We'll be back right after this on The Ticket. This is Will Oswald with your Thursday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plans to Tire Service. The Arkansas State women's soccer schedule for the 2022 campaign unveiled this morning. The 17-match slate begins August 18th at home. We get two APB, one of seven non-conference games, including a trip to Arkansas on August 28th, there will be a pair of exhibition matches. August 8th at Tulsa. August 13th at home against UT Martin. The 10-match conference slate begins at Texas State September 18th with the league tournament again in Foley, Alabama this year. It'll begin on Halloween Day. The 10th Annual Helmets and Heels event to benefit the Arkansas State Red Wolves Foundation just a week away. The shopping and social hour begins at 5 o'clock at the Johnny Allison Tower at Centennial Bank Stadium. At 7.30, head coach Butch Jones and the coaching staff will make their annual address to the crowd. For more information, contact the Red Wolves Foundation at 972-2401. That's 972-2401. Bringing the best deal on tires since 1963. Now at two Jonesboro locations, that's Plaza Tire Service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Don't go back to school without getting your phone fixed and protected at Cell Phone Station. All iPhone screens repaired in 20 minutes and every cell phone accessory is buy one, get one free. Start your school year off in style with Cell Phone Station and the Highland Shopping Center near Fuji Steakhouse. Pico Foods and Pocahontas is offering you the chance for a great career as they're looking for CDL drivers. Pico Foods has live haul, feed mill, and truck shop utility CDL driver positions available. Total average pay is between $1,100 and $1,500 per week with great benefits including Blue Cross Blue Shield health insurance, dental and vision insurance, 401k, plus paid holidays and paid vacation. If you're a CDL driver, don't miss this opportunity to go to work for Pico Foods, an industry-leading supplier that is dedicated to customer satisfaction, competitive cost, and total quality management. Apply online at www.picofoods.com careers. That's www.picofoods.com dot com slash careers or text jobs to 844-802-7326 that's jobs to 844-802-7326 don't miss this great opportunity to work for this award-winning company pico foods is an equal opportunity employer when it comes to servicing your vehicle, trust the folks at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Purcell provides unbeatable service, and that includes free alignment checks on their state-of-the-art Hawkeye alignment machine. Plus, every Tuesday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for just $37.95. And Purcell continues to be the home of the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires. Call them at 972-TIRE, 972-TIRE, or go see your friends at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Parker and Caraway, Jonesboro. 
It's a mix and match special now at all Jonesboro area Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $5.99 each for carryout or $6.99 each for delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta in a tin, Domino stuffed cheesy bread, salad, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $5.99 each for carryout or $6.99 each for delivery. Only at your Jonesboro area Domino's Pizza locations. Carolink. Central Arkansas's Area Agency on Aging strives to alleviate the stresses family caregivers experience when caring for older loved ones by providing services such as home care and Meals on Wheels in Central Arkansas. Learn more about helping a parent or grandparent at carelink.org or by calling 372-5300 or toll free at 800-482-6359. This message brought to you by Carelink, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and this station. If we continue to consume our natural resources at the rate we do now, by 2050, it could take three Earths to meet our needs. The Earth can't speak up when it needs help, but we can. Be the voice for those who have no voice. Visit worldwildlife.org. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back. We've got an hour to go here on a Thursday on the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara Ritchie and Kate Carlton with you in studio. 930-3776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. Brought to you by Ritter Communications. Bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check and see if it is available in your area by going to rightfiber.com. We've been talking a little Cardinal baseball with you. Uh, so far today, in terms of our KavanaughCars.com question, asking you if the Cardinals will make a trade before the deadline. And if your answer on that is yes, I'm curious what you think that they will pick up. Will it be a pitcher or will it be a bat? Or if you're bold enough to say it will 100% be Juan Soto, I want you to call in and tell us exactly how they're going to make that happen because I am fascinated. I'm all for it, but I'm fascinated. And I'd love to hear uh, the moves you think this team would make to acquire such an incredible incredible uh, talent to go along with with this roster uh i tell you what though um we'll circle back around to that conversation in in a few moments but doing a check-in uh, i guess take our last trip for the week to atlanta as today is uh, i guess the bow on sec media day uh, and they're gonna wrap it up i do want to give a big heartfelt thank you to the sec this week for having media day during the all-star break because uh, obviously in summer you get a little you get a little low on content so uh, I appreciate that league stepping in and doing everybody a solid uh, for giving us something to talk about during talking season I know the guy that I kind of had my my eye on today in terms of uh, you know coaches that were there at the mic was was Brian Harson because of what his offseason was like I'm not sure how many coaches in all of 
college football went through as tumultuous as an offseason as Brian Harson did. Uh, just a refresher, he's been at Auburn for a season. And then after the end of the season, Auburn Boosters got together to pretty much uh, try and paint him as, you know, somebody who was having an affair. And not just an affair, but an affair with a staffer. So they tried to ruin his job. They tried to use, ruin his family. They tried to ruin a young woman's life. It didn't work. Yeah. Six months later, he's still on the job. But you have to feel that he has certainly got to have the hottest seat of any second-year head coach in all of college football. And you have to wonder what the rest of his offseason went like when you have such a public, a public attempt by an important part of your fan base to get rid of you. But that being said, he seemed to uh, handle today about as, as comfortably as you could. Of course, he had to deal with a lot of questions about it. Uh, he said, quote, there was an inquiry. It was uncomfortable. It was unfounded. It presented the opportunity for people to attack me and my family and also my program. It didn't work. Obviously, Harson's going to have to do some significant changing this season. And what I mean by that, he's going to have to get a boatload more wins. Not to have to go through something like this again in the 2022-23 offseason. Because 6-7 and seven and losing 5 in a row to end the season is not going to be enough to get it done. You also had, you know, one of the... One of the off-season storylines at Auburn that was not near as significant as what we just referenced, but he also lost both of his coordinators last year. One he got rid of, and another one kind of left and did a, a lateral move thing. Of course, there was a ton of players that transferred out of the program, which is not anything new in college football period. College football period right now, um, let alone a college football program that has a a newer head coach. Uh, we're still seeing that at Arkansas State, obviously, you know, in year two of, of Butch Jones. So it was just uh, crazy that the the whole way that they went about it as Auburn decided last offseason to become the most unhinged fan base that wears orange on a regular basis. And that is a feat. Yeah, that is a feat when you've got both Tennessee and Texas in that conversation as well. Uh, but they're at the top spot right now. So. By all accounts, just what I'm reading through from, from the media. You know, I'm, I have not sat here and read all half an hour of, of Brian Harson's statements, but it seemed like he, you know, made a, a favorable impression today. And, and that's so much of what media days is. It's not necessarily going out there and talking deep strategy, but it's just handling yourself well as the face of your program and dealing with all questions. That come your way, whether it is, you know, your summer concert slate or <laughs> an attempted coup of your program. Yeah, that, um, that's, I'm surprised Harson didn't have anything bad to say. I think it's far enough in the rear view that he's probably cussed and discussed it enough privately. Yeah that now you can put on a public brave face. If if SEC Media Days was in March, as opposed to July, he probably would have been visibly ticked off throughout his entire spiel. But with having it all those months, uh, 
later in the background, then I think it, it obviously helps. And, and plus, you know, he can't go out and look rattled. He's got to be the leader of, of this group of young men. So he has to put on that oh-so-important public persona of feeling comfortable and feeling calm and feeling relaxed, even though, again, with just this the subject matter and the way it unfolded, uh, I'm sure he was was certainly not feeling that way a few months back. But no no season will be more fascinating for me personally to watch this year coming up than, than Auburn's when I'm talking about, you know, a non-A-State program. Uh, and I'm always, you know, I'm always going to be intrigued about what the previous A-State guys do. Um, Hugh Freeze has set himself up in a fitting role at Liberty. Yes. Gus, of course, is reunited with Terry Mahodger at UCF. Uh, Blake Anderson had the best year of any first-year head coach in all of college football last year at Utah State. And then you've got Harson just trying to figure it all out. Uh, but that is, that's what I'm going to have my eye on. He definitely has one of the hottest seats in the country. Uh, but to, I'll be honest with you, who else who else spoke today at SEC Media Day? Uh, couldn't even tell you. I really haven't seen a whole lot about it, honestly. I think, uh, oh, I, I know one other person who spoke that we'll get to in a moment. But I guess the, the heavy hitters in terms of high-profile personalities, we've already seen. Mike Leach has already spoke. Lane yeah. Kiffin, Sam Pittman, uh, Nick Saban who at some points has the personality of a wet dish rag, but everybody's going to listen <laughs> to what he says anyways because he's the most important man in college football right now and has been for a few seasons. But uh, one other guy that I know did speak today, and I haven't read all of his comments either, but he did He did have one one comment that, that jumped out at me. Jimbo Fisher uh, went through his Q&A session today with the media, and one comment he had was, quote, I have great respect for Nick. Unfortunately, yeah. our thing went public, end quote. Of course, the Nick he's referencing is Nick Saban. And the reason it went public is because Jimbo Fisher called a press conference where he used the word despicable 47 times in a 10-minute window to describe Nick Saban's comments about his program. There is some significant mental gymnastics that had to have gone on in Jimbo Fisher's head to have used the words, unfortunately, our thing went public. Of course it went public. You called a press conference on, on, in the middle of the offseason where <laughs> nobody had anything else to talk about. Not, yeah. not only was every college media entity in the country going to cover your remarks, but with nothing else going on, we were all going to talk about it for weeks afterwards. Uh, that uh, that comment just cracked me up. I And I'll be honest with you. I might be taking that, that comment out of context, but it was just so goofy. And again, so many mental gymnastics had to happen to, to say that comment. I had to, I had to share it and I had to talk about it. Uh, that is just absolutely wild to me. Uh, unfortunately, our thing went public. Well, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I didn't expect it to go public. I only called a press conference, and it, like there was nothing going on at that point. We only sent out a Zoom link to 200 media yeah. members. I have no idea. Yeah. We only we only live streamed it on YouTube. Yeah. I don't know how it went. Unfortunately, it went public. That, uh, that just cracks me up. Let's go to the phones and check in with Trey. How are you? Doing good, Kara. How are you? Hey, doing good. Thanks for the phone call. 
I was just going to kind of weigh in on the uh, question of the day today. Sure thing. What uh, what do you see here for the Cardinals this summer happening? Um, I'd really love to see them uh, package a deal to get, you know, Juan Soto, and I think Patrick Corbin would be a decent addition. Uh, you look at a guy or some of the guys that they packaged for before the deadline last year that were pitchers and they ended up carrying us to a, a nice seventeen game win streak with a hot offense and and a uh and um, you know, even a trip to the wild card. So um hearing a lot of speculation and a lot of rumors that the Cardinals are the top of the list for a Juan Soto destination. And I think that would be a, a huge, huge gift for St. Louis. I mean it's it's massive in, in, in so many different ways. One, it obviously helps you this season, but you add into the fact that he's he's not a free agent until I think the end of uh, following the 2024 season. So, you know, the Cardinals have had great success in turning those short-term rentals into long-term contracts. So you've got then, you know, two years to work on Soto to get him uh, to be the, the future face of your franchise. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at what they did with Albert, you know, turning him from uh, a rookie sensation into a legendary Hall of Famer. And then you look at guys like Jim Edmonds and Scott Rowland and guys who had careers somewhere else and ended up having careers of their lives over in St. Louis. So, um, I mean, it's just, you know, they've done a great job in the past, you know, you know, 20 years of producing talent who came from elsewhere and they ended up it's like being a Cardinal for the rest of their life. And, you know, they put up historic numbers and, you know, we know Jim Edmonds and Scott Rowland to be one of the best center fielders and third baseman in Cardinal history. So, uh, you know, it's a, uh, it would, it, it'd be definitely uh, quite the gift for uh, the Cardinals to lay them one Soto and, you know, even get a decent pitcher like Patrick Corbin, who's, had some, you know, good seasons in the past with Washington, so and helped lead them to a World Series. So I think uh, it'd be a, a, a good get for, uh, you know, the Cardinals, and uh, I think whatever the Cardinals offer the uh, Nationals in the uh, package deal, whether it's like a guy like Gorman or Carlson or uh, Libertor or or Mason Wynn or whoever you want to look at, I think the Nationals will be getting a great and you know, return on investment. So, uh, you know, I I don't know. I don't know how the next two weeks are going to shape out. You know, we, I don't know. I, I think, what is it, August 2nd is the deadline? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, the, uh, if the Cardinals want something, they better already have a package pretty much, you know, ready to go because I know fans are really starting to push for the whole Juan Soto deal with all the rumors. So, um be a a very very good gift for the Cardinals and you know another good hitting addition for the team along with Arenado and Goldschmidt so uh, just kind of my two cents on the question of the day today and uh, hope everybody has a good rest of the day and stay hydrated. Hey thanks Trey we appreciate the phone call today Yep. Tell you what uh, I want to dive more into Soto and Corbin and a potential package and the odds and, and things like that. But um, that is going to be more than a 20-second conversation. So we're going to take a breather before we do that. Our phone lines are open during the break, 930 We also need to look at our poll, by the way, 
on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Will the Cardinals make a trade? Uh, you can weigh in there. Search for the hashtag WDRZ. But we'll come back in and talk more about that right after this on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo, personally inviting you to join me for The Drive. It's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it. A-State in the Sun Belt, Arkansas in the SEC, plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on The Drive. It truly is a show about local sports, plus you never know when a song is going to break out. So join Will I Ain't and me for The Drive weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. You'll get the best rates and coverage for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance. I mean, let's be real. You want the best coverage for the least amount of money, and there's no need to overpay. So whether you're looking for vehicle insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, make it Rob Taylor State Farm. Reach out to Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance and get a free quote today. Tell them, Carla. Eso es correcto, Brandon. Puedes agarrar los mejores precios y coberturas para ti y tu familia con Rob Taylor State Farm. Puede ser aseguranza para tu auto, casa, negocio y vida, incluyendo aseguranza para inquilinos. Hazlo con Rob Taylor State Farm y pregunten por Carla. It's Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or on Facebook. Rob Taylor State Farm in Jonesboro y Pocahontas. El número para marcar es 870-520-6161. The process of buying a home is a big deal. That's why the team at First Financial Mortgage is committed to making the home buying process as easy as possible. Here's what Joey had to say. We could not have been more pleased with First Financial Mortgage. Mary Tucker was absolutely fantastic. I can't imagine anyone being more responsive than her, and she had everything turned around in well under a month. My family and I will always be grateful for the work Mary and her team did in order to assist. Call Mary Tucker or Katie Ingram at 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best of the best six years in a row. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. You'll be glad you chose Collision Repair to get your car back to normal after an accident. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair at 935-9482. Follow me on a new healthcare journey full of possibilities experience world-class care delivered by friends family and neighbors right here in your community bringing industry-leading technology to you not the other way around your health record your appointment scheduling and your medications all in one place and your lab results delivered the instant they're recorded do we look at healthcare differently absolutely experience the difference and you will too nea baptist healthcare for the next century Empowering people out of poverty, helping kids and communities to shine, there's nothing quite like it. 
At World Vision, we've seen what happens when a child gets clean water or nutritious food, when she feels safe, gets to learn in a classroom, or discovers that she has infinite worth. Together, we're working to help every kid everywhere grow into who God created them to be. Reach out with us today and help people change their own lives for good. Learn more at worldvision.org. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 930-3776 is the number on the Right Fiber Hotline. And the KavanaughCars.com question, do you think the Cardinals are going to make a move before the trade deadline? Question is brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. So much you can do on that website other than just, you know, shopping around for a vehicle. Um, Now, you can do that because every single vehicle in the Kavanaugh inventory is online at KavanaughCars.com. But once you find that perfect ride for you, you can go ahead and get pre-approved. You can calculate your payment. You can find out what your trade is, is worth. And if you don't want to go outside in this 875 degree weather right now, you can buy a car from your house. You can buy your car on the Kavanaugh website. And again, right now, I would not blame you because I don't. <laughs> who wants to go outside right now? Nobody. That's who. Uh, so we're not going to go down that uh, rant again today. Which, I mean, we could spend the next 40 minutes whining about the weather. But we will not. We will not because we have an actual question and a poll to look at. I want to look at your poll uh, before we move on. Although, again, 9303776 is where you can weigh in. Um, really mixed opinions here on what you all think the Cardinals are going to do over the next couple of weeks. First off, an even third of you say no. The Cardinals will not make a trade, uh, a trade before the deadline. Of course, that means two-thirds of you say yes. Another even third thinks the Cardinals will make a trade, but only for a pitcher. And then it kind of it gets interesting, the, the split after that. 7% of you think the Cardinals will only get a bat. 26% of you think they're going to end up picking up both, pitching and hitting. I know if you're a Cardinal fan, there is... Zero doubt in my mind right now that you have fantasized about what Juan Soto looks like in a Cardinal uniform. I think you're a liar if you if you say that you have not. Because obviously that's where the rumors are, are trending right now. Um, you can look at different websites and see where the Cardinals are listed as, you know, maybe a top three or a top five team to get Soto. You can read through different proposed trades, and it's mentioned over and over that with the depth that the Cardinals have right now in the minor leagues, with some of the prospects they have in the top 100, that they could put together this type of package for Soto. And again, with the history that the Cardinals have had in the past, it, it you would have two years to work on him to potentially sign a contract and be in St. Louis for a while. This is not just a rest of the season rental this is the rest of this season this is next season this is the season after that before he's a free agent because he is so young but despite that while the Cardinals could certainly a boost to the offense in the lineup wouldn't hurt one Soto can't pitch be a lot cooler if he could be a lot cooler if he was the NL Shoei Otani but he's not (laughs) he's just a really good hitter and that's it but that doesn't solve your problem. I I want so badly to speak it into existence that the Cardinals can go out and get Juan Soto, but I just don't know if I can wrap my head around that for the reasons that we have already outlined. 
Uh, one of the newest wrinkles in, you know, this Juan Soto conversation is that the Nationals do not look like they are willing to just let Soto go by by himself. And by let Soto go, obviously they're not letting him go. They're going to get an insane haul for him. But what it sounds like Washington is trying to do here is trying to offload Patrick Corbin with Soto. And the reason for that is because Corbin is expensive and he's not very good. He has a lot of dollars left on a six-year, $114 million contract. Now, that was a couple years ago, a couple four years ago. But over the course of the next couple years, he is still set to be paid because it was a backloaded contract, $60 million bucks. $24 million for next season, $35 million for the season after that, and then the rest of a $24 million contract this year. So Corbin's not cheap, and also Corbin's not good. Now, we saw the Cardinals last season go out and get two pitchers off what was essentially the scrap heap, and both exceeded expectations. John Lesser was good in a Cardinal uniform. Jay Happ was the other pitcher they went out in and got at the deadline. Hat tip Randy presented that to us. But but Jay Happ was the other one. And he also exceeded expectations. But can you really count on every single year you get a scrap heap pitcher to come in and reinvent themselves? It, it's not going to happen every single time. And Corbin is is not good right now. This season and last season... He's got an ERA that's a lot closer to six than any other number. And this season, he's the National League uh, leader in losses. Excuse me. This season, he's the Major League leader in losses. Last season, he was also the Major League leader in losses. So, he's given up more hits this year than anybody else in baseball. He's given up more earned runs this year than anybody else in baseball. The the one positive for Corbin is defi- despite the fact that he is obviously underachieved, um, at least he just he, he goes out there time and time again. I, I don't know, looking at his, his history here, the last time that he's missed a start. And he leads the majors this year in games started with 19. So at least you do have that consistent every five-day presence. So although he's not good, do you add in that every five-day guy because now you have another bat in your lineup that can help your pitchers out? I mean, your pitchers don't have to be as good if you get extra run support. Yeah. But again, it's still the fact that it would take a lot, a lot, a lot uh, for the Cardinals to to go out and, and pull this off. And there's a part of me with with, you know, Soto that's just like, yeah, go for it. But then... I think of some other trades in in recent history. And I just hope this team does a better job of evaluation in terms of their the talent that they have right now than they they have done in 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 recent years. Uh it's just every single time the the Cardinals have to have a bullpen game right now. It's just impossible not to wonder what this team's record would look like <laughs> if it was Sandy Alcantara out there making the start instead of Andre Pallante. If it was Zach Gallen out there making the start instead of Jordan Hicks. If you had both, somehow where would this team be? Of course, those were both of those players were part of the Marcelo Zuna trade. 
You go back a few years before that, you know, Marco Gonzalez was a player that was traded away who is now doing some good things in, in Seattle and has been for a couple of years. Um, on the, the batting side of it, you know, Randy Rosarena was a, a postseason hero a few seasons back. And while there's obviously a, a lot of, you know, talent there in, in the, off, the outfield for the Cardinals, you know, it just seems like over the past few years you have more coulda, shoulda, woulda guys out there with other teams than you had in previous eras. And so that makes me a little concerned about this leadership's ability to evaluate their their in-house talent. Um, so, again, I'm just, uh, I, I want, I, I would love to see Soto batting leadoff for St. Louis. But is it actually feasible and realistic? Probably not. Is it going to happen? Almost definitely not. I mean, they are on the list that Bob Nightingale released, but we'll see. There's also like seven other teams. Yeah. Uh, let me look at, I had some recent odds pulled up. Of course, I have 87 tabs open on my computer right now. So you guys bear with me as I sit here and click 87 different pages to see if I could find it. Uh, to look at, at where those odds were. But I, I've seen the Cardinals listed. Uh, here's one from, from Odds Checker. And they use the, I think they use the MGM odds. And the Cardinals are not listed in the top five in terms of their odds. You check a different site, bookies.com. And in that case, the Cardinals are significantly higher up on the list. In fact, uh, one, two, three, four, five. Which the odds, the highest odds right now are that he will actually stay with the Nationals. That they won't be able to find a package that they love to move him. And again, he's not done after this year. It's just the fact that the earlier you trade him in this contract, the more you're going to get out of him. But if you don't find the package that suits your needs right now, you can wait until the offseason. You can wait until next year when somebody is super desperate in the middle of the season because they've lost a, a key piece to injury and see if you can get something else that you like. So it's not imperative that the Nationals do this right now. But uh, there is already starting to be a little bit of falling out there. Um, kind of a, another Soto story that is... It's not a big deal, but it is kind of a big deal. I don't know if you all saw this or not, but uh, they made Soto fly commercial. Yeah. To to the All Star game. This it would not be a big deal for mere, mere mortals such as you and I to be stuck flying commercial. Uh, I say this because I've never flew, flew anything else. I, I don't have access to a, a jet or a charter or anything like that. I had to book on like southwest.com or get on the Air Choice One. I'm like, I'm not getting a private plane. But obviously, professional players are in a, a different stratosphere than we all are. So pretty much every other team in the country, they find some way to charter their players to the All-Star game. Um, occasionally... You have longtime seasoned veterans that will spring for the plane themselves. I think there was a, a few years back, like maybe one of the last years that Yachty was was on the team, and he actually chartered a plane for the entire Cardinal contingent. Sometimes you have a big, big-time players that do that. But if not, like how many private planes do you think these MLB owners have access to? One, they probably already have, they have their own. I mean, these are billionaires. They have their own plane, or they have a company plane. Now, would it make sense to to fly the whole Nationals plane? No, because that seats a, that's just 
wasteful. Hurts our environment. But, I mean, you don't need to take a plane that's going to seat 50 people to transport one guy right. across the country to home run derby. But these owners have access to these planes. But instead of the Nationals' ownership helping Juan Soto get there, instead he had to fly commercial and wait in an airport for a couple of hours and got there at, at 1.30 in the morning. I really am curious to hear the story of whoever was sitting next to Juan Soto on their flight. Or who Surely might they let him go like first class, though, you, you would think. You would think. You yeah. would think. But it, it does look like there is going to be a deepening rift between yes. Soto and, and the Nationals' ownership. One more story about, about Soto and, and the Nationals, and then we'll, we'll move on from this discussion. But one other thing to, to remember when you're trying to figure out what type of package this team wants for Soto, how willing they are to definitely part ways with him. This is also a team that is for sale. So ultimately, they are going to take whatever package or take whatever players that make this team more valuable as it changes hands. And that might still be a team with Soto on it. So multiple different moving parts when it comes to Soto and possibly moving somewhere else. Would love to see him in St. Louis, but I think St. Louis ends up with like, I really think St. Louis ends up with a dude like Bumgarner. I really do. I really think they go the exact route they did last year where they find a pitcher that is <laughs> borderline washed, but not quite. Might still have a few more innings in him. And I think that's the route that, that they take. Again, because so many good starting pitchers that are going to be out there are guys that are in the division. They're not going to be able to go out and get Louis Castillo. They're not going to be able to go out and get, uh, just went blank on, on one of the Pirate starters. That's, that's pretty solid. I mean, those, that's, that's not feasible. So instead, you're going to go out and get Mad Bum. Who actually doesn't... Got better numbers than Patrick Corbin. I didn't realize he, I mean, 3.65 ERA and 18 starts is not terrible. It could be worse. Yeah. He's also playing for a terrible team. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hit pause. We need to take another break. Our phone lines will be open during the break. 930-3776, the number to call. We'll be back after this on the ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Join bluegrass fans from across the region in downtown Paragool for the second Big Grass Bluegrass Festival, July 21st through 23rd at the Historic Collins Theater. Don't miss out on four big shows over three days with acts like Cinnabar Special and the Hillbenders Thursday night, the Cody Norris Show, Poe Ramblin' Boys, and the Grascals Friday, and Nothing Fancy, the Daryl Mosley Band, and Lonesome River Band Saturday. For more information, go to collinstheater.com forward slash bluegrass. Don't miss the second Big Grass Bluegrass Festival this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, downtown Paragould. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Redwood. 
Get huge savings now at Cavanaugh Ford on all Ford certified pre-owned vehicles in stock. Cavanaugh Ford is stocked full of late model, low mileage, certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Go to CavanaughFord.com for our entire selection. Buying a certified pre-owned vehicle at Cavanaugh Ford gets you a great price plus added value like the Cavanaugh Ford Blue Advantage. That means every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has limited bumper-to-bumper and powertrain warranties, 24-7 roadside assistance, a multi-point inspection, and 14-day money-back guarantee. Due to a record amount of trade-ins, we've accumulated a high volume of certified pre-owned vehicles that must be sold. We have every make, every model. You're sure to find the vehicle for you. For a great selection of certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, get to Cavanaugh Ford today. Plus, every vehicle purchased at Cavanaugh Ford comes with a maintenance plan included. Great savings plus great service equals real value. Cavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro or CavanaughFord.com. See dealer for details. Do you have significant manufacturing experience? In addition to offering weekend shifts with 40 hours paid for 36 hours work and seasonal shift incentives with bigger bonuses and increased starting pay, Linux Industries in Stuttgart is now hiring individuals with significant manufacturing experience at above their current entry-level rate. Experienced individuals can start at $16.15 an hour for the first shift and $16.90 for a second shift at Linux. Linux also offers excellent benefits, including full medical and a free on-site clinic for employees and their families and work inside an air-conditioned factory. Bigger bonuses and increased starting pay for seasonal shifts. Weekend shifts that pay 40 hours for 36 hours worked. And now, starting pay above current entry-level rates for individuals with significant manufacturing experience. Come join the Linux team, the leading HVAC company in America. Call 870-672-8161 or apply online at linuxinternational.com slash careers. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer. Exquisite Corpse, a very unusual and completely amazing story pieced together out of so many parts that it is not possible to describe them all here, so go ahead and just start reading. The full moon lights the silver rails winding around dark mountains and over steep gorges of jagged rock in one freezing cold rushing black mountain river. I wish there was enough time to describe all of the funny twists and turns, especially the elephant clown party, that led up to now, but there isn't enough time because there is a ticking clock and the two passengers we care most about don't know anything about it. In a sleeping berth in the third car from the end of the train are two children, 11-year-old twins who have just run away from the circus. The girl's name is Nancy, the boy's name is Joe. They have no idea that those are not their true names, though they will figure it out soon enough. To see what happens next, visit read.gov to read The Exquisite Corpse, a riveting adventure pieced together by John Sheska, Shannon Hale, Daniel Handler, and other popular authors. Explore new worlds. Read. This exciting message is brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 9303-776. Cardinal Baseball is the topic today. Will they make a move before the trade deadline or not? If they do... What could they target? A bat or a pitcher or a little bit of both? 9303776. Uh, looking elsewhere, some interesting news today coming out from, from college football. As, yes, there's still media day coming up, or excuse me, going on and things like that. There'll be continued media day coverage next week as we'll be in New Orleans for Sunbelt Conference media day. But uh, in the meantime, kind of the background of all of this and stuff that is actually honestly more important than media days uh, the Division One Council 
is still hard at work for the NCAA in, in tweaking part of college athletics rules. Uh, this news came out earlier today that's, that's pretty big. The Division One Council is recommending that the NCAA get rid of the one-time part of its transfer rule. Of course, right now, uh, what that means is if you're a college athlete and you start your career one place and you go somewhere else, as we're all aware, you don't have to sit out. You just you just jump in. But since the transfer portal or since this waiver has been a thing, you just had a one-time waiver. So you only had one go somewhere else without penalty opportunity. This gets rid of this. Anyone would be able to transfer and have immediate eligibility as long as they met academic standards. So athletes could transfer multiple times and play right away. A case that immediately came to my mind when I saw this is a guy like Desi Desi Seals. Of course, he started his career at Arkansas, used his one-time waiver to go from Arkansas to Arkansas State, but then after one season at Arkansas State, he hits the portal and decides to go to Kansas State. Now, I I still don't know enough about, you know, Desi's collegiate career to know if he was planning on doing that as a as a as a graduate transfer, if he was going to go through a different waiver process, if he was going to be willing to sit out for a year, if if it all came to that. I'm not sure what exactly that was going to look like for his future at Kansas State. But this makes all of those questions irrelevant because he could play right away, assuming everything is is you know, all the P's and Q's are in order from a academic standpoint. Now, when you first read something like that, it, it just sounds like an absolute mess. That it is going to be even more of a complete and total free agency process than what is already going on in college athletics. Because, you know, you did ha- it, it felt like if you were a fan of a team in college athletics, you did have a little bit of protection if a player came in from the portal and 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 your team was his second team because then he wouldn't be able to transfer again until he graduated or she graduated and then and or went through a long convoluted NCAA waiver process but now it kind of gives student athletes the potential to go whenever and wherever now here is something that is added to this that I am going to have to look for clarification on before we talk to you tomorrow. As uh, I'm reading through, by the way, tweets from Nicole Auerbach of The Athletic. I'm going to read this, this tweet verbatim and then we can discuss together what we think it means. Quote, there would be an increased burden on the schools that accept transfers. The schools will be required to provide financial aid to the student-athlete through the completion of the student's five-year period of eligibility or undergraduate graduation, end quote. So, what that, if I'm interpreting that correctly, if a student-athlete comes in as a transfer, once the student-athlete in school agree to that, the school has to pay for the rest of the student-athletes' education. So this still helps out the student-athlete, but but if you're a school, you 
can't just automatically kick a player to the curb if they came in as a transfer and didn't have the season that you expected. Yeah. So more protection for student-athletes, but a little bit of confusion for everyone else. And by everyone else, I mean me. I'm so <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that that's interesting because now I guess it makes the, the transfer – you probably think a little bit hard before you pick yeah. them up in the transfer portal. One other thing to go along with this this news is a little bit more conversation in terms of the the transfer window. Um, there's not a very good set window right now in in terms of when student athletes are allowed to transfer. It kind of if you're a college football player, you can transfer from the start of the season to like May 1st. And then for so long this summer, it seems like we talked about that deadline for the portal. And then what happened? Two days later, there were still players transferring. A week later, there was still... It, it was like it was just... It's like the the rules of the transfer portal are like the rules in scoring for whose line is it anyways. Where, yes. the, where the points are made up... The, the rules are made up and the, the score doesn't matter. That's what it feels like all the time with this and now you add in a different window and they're trying to put in protection for student athletes and they're it's just I I don't 100% understand all of these changes right now and I'm curious as to when they will be enacted upon because again this was put out today as a D1 council recommendation so when it's a recommendation you still have to go through a you know a voting process and a um a process where you do, in fact, make that rule official. And I don't know where the NCAA is in that process right now. But it it continues to just be never-ending change right now in, in college athletics. The recommendations will go to the Division I Board of Directors next month for adoption. So I guess it would be in effect this year? I guess so. For winter and spring sports, students can provide written notification of transfer the day after NCAA championship selections in that sport for the next 60 calendar days. There would also be a window May 1st to May 15th. And again, a lot to digest with this. You can read the full release at ncaa.org. And you can read, of course, a lot of different comments about it from different college media members that are out there. Trying to see if there's anything else that we could throw at you here before we go to break that kind of clarifies that anymore but uh, that's something that I personally am going to have to continue to look into I hope I didn't word it too confusingly for those of you that that are listening because to be honest I'm still a little bit confused on it myself but it is the next step there of, of the transfer portal student athletes will be able to transfer multiple times in their collegiate career let's hit pause we've got one more break to take let's do that we'll come back uh, look around at any news we might have missed and uh, call it a day here on the Workday Red Zone. Keep it with us on the ticket. 
When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. So before you hit the campground, the lake, or any other getaway, be sure you stop by Mr. T's. Because at Mr. T's, hot weather still means the coldest beers at the absolute best prices. And with more than 200 beer selections from all around the world, they're sure to have what you're looking for at Mr. T's. So whether it's across those Kahlua-colored waters at Riverside or in the curve at Red Onion, stop by and see why 365 days a year, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Call Central Chevrolet today and schedule your service appointment. Don't keep putting it off. Central Chevrolet's service department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, a tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Chevrolet. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Chevrolet. Professional, convenient, reliable. Schedule your service today on Stadium in Jonesboro or online at centralchevrolet.com. If you need new tires for that summer road trip, think local tire and wheel. And if you need new tires just to get around town, think local tire and wheel. Where they now offer six months, same as cash. Plus easy payment plans to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my tire and wheel store, local tire and wheel. And yes, it's hot outside, but the hottest deals on tires and wheels are inside local tire and wheel. This month, $5 gets you started on select in-stock tires at local tire and wheel. And let's be real. Tires are something that most of us don't budget for. And Local Tire and Wheel knows that. They're your one-stop shop for quality tires and quality service that fits every budget. And don't forget their crazy deals on wheels that'll transform your vehicle from factory stock to a ride that rocks. Plus $5 gets you started. Six months, same as cash. Payments to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireAndWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Attention members and guests, the most unique restaurant entertainment place has finally opened at Hilltop. I repeat, finally. And what makes it so unique? The menu. Smoked salmon salad, sandwiches like the Dan's Delight Monte Cristo, the Social Smash Burger, and the Jalapeno Popper Grilled Cheese. Appetizers like the Duck Calls, the Bacon Clothesline, and Pigskins, or the Social Platter. A sausage plate with a twist. Homemade pimento cheese. Tacos, quesadillas, and cheap pan nachos, or really get down with the houseboat double bone pork chop or the juicy social ribeye. Are you hungry yet? And when you're done, go in the back and bowl on one of the automatic scorekeeper regulation lanes or experience hyper bowling, an experience you'll not find anywhere else in the natural state. Come on and get social at the social at Hilltop in Jonesboro. That's 1004 Chancery Lane, and you can call them up today, 870-336-1134. This summer, let's take care of ourselves and our local businesses. And what better way than a getaway in your own home state? Book that river trip. Find that cabin with a view. Plan a trip to the lake, a museum, or your favorite state park. Or head off to a local town that you've always wanted to explore. There's more than ever to discover inside our state's borders. Get inspired at Arkansas.com. Seek more in Arkansas. 
It's a place where the water runs cool and clear. So whether you're dipping toes or dipping a fishing line, we're ready to see you in the Diamond Lakes region. Come visit Hot Springs, then let adventure take you down the Caddo or Washita rivers. Get your hands dirty digging for diamonds and crystals, and don't forget to bring or rent your bike and shred our mountain biking trails. Request your free guide at hotsprings.org and discover Arkansas's Diamond Lakes region. Add paid for with a combination of state and private regional association funds. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, home stretch here on a Thursday edition of the Workday Red Zone. Looking ahead to tomorrow. Well, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there will be real live actual baseball games on the slate, which there's a handful of those today. But uh, we'll be back to kind of the normal summer schedule uh, tomorrow. Uh, a couple of games going on right now across Major League Baseball. The Astros are up on the Yankees, 2 to nothing in the top of the fifth. The Rangers up on the Marlins, 5 to nothing in the bottom of the fifth one two three four I think just six six or seven total games on the slate today is it nobody in action in the NL Central but then tomorrow is when everything ramps back up looking at some national headlines uh, before we get out of here today we mentioned this early very briefly but the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray have agreed on an extension uh, 230.5 million dollar deal overall which means that Murray is now one of the NFL's highest paid quarterbacks uh the deal is going to go through 2028 includes 160 mil in guaranteed money and by the way this is not just rumored the Cardinals have also put out this news on their social media although they did not disclose the full terms the average yearly for Murray's deal is a nice 46.1 million dollars not second, bad. Yeah, it's uh actually makes him the second highest paid QB in the NFL, behind just Aaron Rodgers. Remember when people said he should have played baseball instead of football? Man, I remember. I I wanted him to play baseball instead of football, but it was not then, nor is it now. It was not the smart move. I thought he would be great for the sport. Yeah. But, I mean, there's there's a – I was about to say there's a million different reasons why this was clearly the good move for him, move for him and I take that back. There, this, there's 230 million reasons why this is clearly the better move for him. I think uh, he's, he's getting paid – his annual average salary is going to be more than the current Oakland A's active payroll because their active payroll is 41.9. Yeah. That's uh... – yeah, he dodged a bullet. <laughs> Playing in Oakland, no doubt. Uh, music's going to hit here in, in just a moment. But one thing I want to make you all aware of before we get out of here, I want uh, everybody to look ahead to next week. And I'm hoping you can come out and join us Thursday and Friday, July 28th or 29th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center. We're going to be out there for the time to fly St. Louis cardinals blood drive we've partnered up with the red cross again we've done this the past few years and 
we are going to be out there for a special blood drive. Now, um, it's a basic deal here with the American Red Cross. You go in, you donate blood, you help the community, you help the Red Cross. But since it is the St. Louis Cardinals blood drive, you're going to receive a free t-shirt as well. So if you need more info about this, again, it's going on next Thursday and next Friday, 28th and 29th at the Embassy Suites. Uh, please go to Red Cross Blood. Org. It'll have all the information you need. Um, you can also schedule an appointment. And look, we'd love for you to schedule an appointment in advance. That just helps them know how much staff they need there to make sure that event goes as smoothly and uh, everything goes as quickly as possible. Um, there, There is a severe, severe blood shortage right now. We hope you could come in and help us save a life. It's a wrap on a Thursday edition of the Workday Red Zone. Appreciate Keith Merritt hanging out with us in our number one. Keep it here. The setup with Cade and Andrew is on the way next, followed by the drive with Brad Bobo. Have it here in the morning at 7 a.m. for the front row with Bud with, with <laughs> Budro. And then uh, have it here after that for RWRC Radio with JC at 10. We'll be back tomorrow for the Workday Red Zone at noon. So for Cade, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Cannot wait to talk to you then. Stay hydrated and have a great great day.